so let's say you put out a video. What is the emotion that somebody should feel from one of your posts after viewing or reading it? So we, we have this tagline we use often, which is welcome home. The idea is your yard, your home, your space should be where you are able to go and unwind. And that's kind of a external tagline. You know, it's time to create Oasis is another one we use. But it's all driven by our, our core mission statement, which is we change our client's life by changing the way they live outside. So that's our core statement. And so everything kind of revolves around that core statement. So anytime we're doing a social media post or anything external, we always want to kind of portray that imagery and kind of get that idea that, hey, we are, we're making a beautiful space for these, for these people and we're changing the way that they're going to live. Can, can you give like, like an example of, you know, you fit, you're finishing up this great project and you now have to somehow craft this social media post because all your posts are like, when I look at them, they're, they're authentic and they're descriptive enough where it's like, it, it, it tells enough without telling too much about what's really going on. So when you go to craft a post, what's your mindset? Like, do you take your, your mission statement and go, okay, how do I formulate whatever I'm trying to say around this mission statement? Or I guess what goes on in the brain of Micah Miller when you're going to post? <laughs> the first thing is, is I'm, I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to brag. That's kind of the first thing that I'm always, I'm always very careful not to present like this unapproachable attitude in any of my video or social media posts. I want to be very approachable. So that's kind of the first thing I'll write something out and I'll, <laughs> I'll delete the whole thing. I'm like, okay, that sounds like I'm trying to be somebody that I'm not. <laughs> so sometimes I have to craft a message five or six times. And sometimes I'll just save it as a draft for the next day because I don't, I don't like the, the message or I can't figure it out. So often the thought process that goes through my mind is what's, if somebody saw this in their yard, what's the first impression that they would have? Would they, would, would that be a feeling of relief? Would that be a feeling of joy? Would that be a feeling of happiness? And so I kind of start from there, but I also, I want people to know some of the details and the hard work that goes into it and the thought process. So I also try to expose that back end because a lot of people just see like the Instagram photogenic kind of imagery and they have no clue the the thought process and me waking up at 2 a.m. and jotting notes down because I had some crazy idea of how to design a space. Nobody ever sees that side of it. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to expose that as well and show, you know, the team effort that goes into a lot of the work. And how are those posts received? So sometimes I miss it completely. You know, I'll have, I'll do some posts and, you know, I'll get incredible traction and then I'll do another post and I might get five or six likes or comments, but I don't care because there's no such thing as a bad post when I'm keeping those kind of core things in mind. I'm still popping up in people's newsfeed and whether they scroll by it or whether they stop to put a like on it, I'm still front of mind. So there's no failure in my part. And, and that's really one of the issues here that a lot of people don't post because they're afraid of what if I only get one like, what if I only get two comments and the comments just happen to be from you know, my wife and my mother-in-law or something <laughs> like that. So were you instantaneously like, okay with, you know what, I'm just going to post and I know it's going to take a little bit of time to gain some traction. Or did you yeah. have to kind of overcome some of those like demons of God, I hope somebody likes this one. I definitely did that. When I first started going on camera, when I first started putting myself out there, that was probably the, that was 
not probably. That was one of the hardest things I've ever done because I'm looking at myself in the camera. I'm like, I don't sound good. I don't like what I'm talking mm -hmm. about. I had this whole thing that I was going to try and talk about and this direction I was going to try and go on the video. And I just completely lost track. And I have no clue what, where I was supposed to go because I just saw myself in that little you know, square video in the corner. And I was like, who is that? And it's like, yeah, get, get, get him out of the screen. So after a while, you just get comfortable and you kind of now, I mean, people just will just say, okay, I really like the way you describe that. And so that it just builds on itself. So I'll like put that in the back of my head. I'm like, okay, next time I make a video, people seem to respond very well to that. So it's definitely like a building block type thing where over time you get more tools, you learn how to talk just a little bit more, you learn how to be more succinct and how to start videos. And I just, I'll watch other people's videos and I'll pick up little things and on YouTube or Instagram or Facebook and I'll pick up little things and I'll change my styling all the time just to try and, you know, keep evolving and keep moving forward. Hey guys, if you're looking to grow your business, make sure you head over to contractorgrowthnetwork.com. Learn all about everything that we can do. Websites right now are the hot thing. Everybody is at home. Get on it because this is the new way that people are buying today. Contractorgrowthnetwork.com. Are you able to watch or listen to yourself at this point? Or are you still at that point? Like, cause like for me, it took me a while to like be comfortable hearing my own voice. Yeah. I watch every single video that I record every single one without really? fail. Typically as soon as I'm done, I watch it again and I pick myself apart. I, my, my worst critic is probably what somebody would say, but I listen to the whole thing. I pick it apart and then I try to get better on the next one. Sometimes I'll listen to it a couple of times. Oh, that makes me cringe. Oh my gosh. I can't believe I said that or whatever. And then I'll just listen to it again and like cringe again. But seems like the ones, the videos that are most cringeworthy are the ones that get the most traction for whatever reason, because they're, they're probably the most authentic, but they, they definitely seem to be the ones that get the most traction. Yeah. That was something that there's a podcast I, I listened to, like one of my friends was on it and the person who does the podcast edits out every single filler word. No ums, no likes, all that stuff. And I guess it makes the podcast go faster, but I, I do know that there's a bit of science behind you build rapport with people that have the same speaking patterns as you. So that was something that I had to kind of get used to where interesting. I don't do as many filler words, but what I do is I just talk and talk and talk until I figure out, oh, this is how I want to finish the sentence. And it's kind of like a Michael Scott where I like wrap it all back in together at the end, because I like I'll start a sentence without knowing where it's going to end, and it typically works itself out most of the time. But I've just got yeah, used I to just it. Watch that episode where he goes to um, the office, uh, Wallace's office, and he's like, "So tell me, tell me what you're doing. Why are you so successful in business?" And he's he's like, "Yeah, I always start a sentence, and I don't know where it's going to end." <laughs> and like he had like the sentence, like always do this, and always. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I know exactly. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. But that, that's effectively how I've done it. And I like have to now, if I feel airtime, I just like kind of repeat myself. But it, it's getting to the point now where I realize just like an awkward pause in a video doesn't always do good. So it just it's a lot of practice. Um, but I've probably done, I would say at least a 1000 videos at this point between all the YouTube stuff, all the Facebook stuff, this kind of stuff. So yeah. It, it took a while, but for you, how how long did it take you to get comfortable actually shooting a video and putting it out there? So we started doing this in April of 2018. That was the very first time I heard Tom Reaver say, 
hey, you need to be posting three times a day. And I was like, what the heck? There's no way I'm going to be posting three times a day. There's no way I can even come mm-hmm. up with that much content. So I just started like, okay, I'll do, I'll do a couple posts. And I'm going to just grab some content and I'm going to kind of highlight some content. And he really w- was, you need to show the work. And I remember watching Alan Decker showing off some of his work. And I was like, I can do that. And so, you know, the first video, it's, there's nothing in the video. It's all forward facing. And I'm like, look at this and no, or mm-hmm. no fingers pointing at all. It's just the video panning and me awkwardly talking about, Hey, look at this. And then that kind of progressed after about 10 videos, I kind of was getting to flip the camera around. Um, after about 10 more videos, so now I'm at 20 videos, I was comfortable enough where I can start the video and end it and kind of get some transitions going. I'd say by video 30 or 40, that's kind of when I started to get into some momentum. So we did about 50 live videos in all of 2018. We did about 70 or so in 2019. And to date, I mean, we're already at, I think, 70 to date this year. Um, I've got a board on my wall. I can't remember where it says we are. But yeah, so we, we, we track all of our live videos because maybe that doesn't have a direct correlation. I'm not saying causation or correlation is causation, vice versa. But it does seem the more content, the more live content we push on social media has a, you know, we can almost tie our sales directly to those and our views and everything. So. Yeah, it, it, it definitely took a while. I would say by video 50 that I was pretty, pretty comfortable, but video 40, I started to get into my, my zone. 